Welcome to the Dropship Podcast, where you'll learn how to build and grow a high-ticket dropshipping business and hear stories from successful e-commerce entrepreneurs. Let's kick this thing off. Hey, welcome to the Dropship Podcast. And today, we're going to answer a question that we got in our Facebook group. If you're not part of our Facebook group, it's free. Uh, Facebook's kind of lame, I get it, but it works for us. Uh, Facebook.com slash groups slash Dropship Tribe or check out the Dropship Tribe. We post in there saying, hey, John and I are going to do a little podcast marathon here and record a bunch of episodes. Who has some questions? And we got a lot of replies, actually. And one that stood out to me is interesting. It's from Mark Bauma. I hope I'm saying that right. Uh, and he said, niche selection. And so I replied, hey, can you expand on this? We did three episodes. If you haven't listened to those, by the way, if you're listening to this, we can throw them out as repeats. Uh, John and I like to throw them uh, some of the good ones out. We can definitely throw them out. But I believe it's uh, uh, like 13, 14, and 15 in the show. It's way back there. Um, so check that out. Uh, and I said we go deep here. And his reply was, I've seen the videos. I've listened to the podcast. It remains to still be the number one thing that keeps me up at night. I feel like I really need to hit a home run on the perfect product. I can't believe I'm the only one that feels this way. Just do it gives way to don't fail because you won't learn from your mistakes and the whole thing becomes a nightmare. Maybe I'm not alone on this. Maybe I'm alone on this. Maybe I'm not. And quickly, there was a reply that says, you're definitely not alone on this. And we've certainly heard it from other people too. Some who have only listened to the podcast and are waiting to find the perfect product before they buy the course and others who are in the course, uh, like Mark, uh, you know, not calling you out here, Mark. Mark's been in the course for a couple months and he's sitting on this step where it feels like you have to find the perfect product. And I titled this episode, The Perfect Product, The Perfect Dropshipping Product Doesn't Exist. And I believe that to my core. I actually think this has nothing to do with finding your market, finding your niche, finding your product, whatever it is. This is something completely different. Yeah. Yeah, it is. It is. And um, I think, yeah, when, when you dig into that, like it's driven by, you know, the, the thought that you need to find the perfect product is driven by fear of failure, right? Because you're worried that you're going to pick something that's not the perfect product and that there is going to be some unknown but scary uh, consequence to doing that. Like that the, the world's going to fall apart, you're going to be a failure um, and that's not a great thing to, to have to face. And it then in turn puts you off from actually making a decision and getting into something. Um, and yeah, I think it's not an uncommon thing. Uh, I'm, I would be shocked if there weren't a bunch of people who are listening to this right now that uh, have that kind of going through their mind. And, you know, this is one of the things that uh, stops people um, from getting started. And, uh, you know, I, which, which is a shame, right? Because it's, um, I think it's, it's just one of those things that you can let build up in your head um, and, it can it can really hold you back. So, but I think there's there's a few ways I think that we think about it or that I think about it um, that maybe will be helpful. I think ultimately at the end of the day, you've got to really move yourself past these things. But you know, we can probably offer some insights into how we think about it and how I think other people that we've worked with and we've worked with a lot of people right through this through this phase. Like we've got over seven hundred and fifty people who have gone through our course through niche selection. Um, you know, we've coached probably hundreds more outside of our course or prior to our course. And so like when it comes to that, oh, I mean, let's just be quite honest. There's no perfect product, right? There's literally 
no perfect product. It doesn't exist. I could poke a hole in anything, right? I could, like, you could be like, a, yeah, but what if this? Yeah, but what if that? About anything. Like, I literally, it doesn't exist. I've never seen it across, you know, all the times I've done it myself, across all working with all the people who I've verified markets for, right? Like, our students in our course, when they get to the end of, you know, the second module in our course, they can email in and get a market verification done on the market, the niche that they want to go into. I look at all of those, every single one. I've seen every single one. And every single one, I could say, yeah, I could poke a little hole in that. But we don't because it doesn't matter because there's nothing perfect. Everything has a downside. Um, and the reality, like people, I think, assume when they come to dropshipping that the biggest thing that your success hinges on is the product. And I think this is kind of driven by that, you know, low ticket dropshipping mentality about like that's been pumped out there for years now about finding winning products and you've got to find winning products. And if you don't find winning products, then you can't do dropshipping or you won't be successful. And it's literally just not even true. The product is not your biggest defining factor in success. Like I've seen people doing fantastically well. We have students doing fantastically well on products that I would not want to sell. Right. I mean, you know, and so why? Because they're doing, they're running their business well. They're doing great customer service. They're doing fantastic marketing. Um, they're doing all the things that a lot of other people aren't prepared to do. And that's really what, what, what their success boils down to. They could literally take almost anything and be successful with it. Um, and like, I think that's really, you've just got to get past that mindset that the product is the factor in success. It's not. I think the easy question is that the what if. I remember being there way in the beginning. What if this is the wrong product? So I'll use this as an example. I chose pellet grills as the first thing I was going to do. Mm. And then I saw somebody post in, in the forum I was part of. They said pellet grills don't work. Here's why. I tried it. Definitely didn't work. Don't do this. And I got so <laughs> discouraged that I actually ended up like pivoting away and going into 3D printers. And then I went back to Pellet Grills. In fact, John and I bought the website back recently. Um, and I did well. And I sold it. And, like, we sold a bunch of grills. I helped a lot of people. And it definitely worked. And so what was that guy talking about? Was it was it him? Was it the course? Was it was it me being different? I don't think uh, – was it the product, right? I don't think that was the case at all. And so I do remember those feelings, though. What if it doesn't work? What if it doesn't work? And I think that's where people are getting stuck. And I'd love to like go down that that thing. What if it doesn't work? Like, hmm. where are you going in your mind after that? You didn't pick the perfect product. What does that mean? That means you spent time building a website. That time was going to pass anyway, right? You called suppliers. You cut your teeth on what that's like. You probably got a few on board. You learned how to upload products. You learned how to set up Google ads. Maybe you ran Google ads for a little while and you didn't get a sale. Like, where's the cutoff there of like, this doesn't work or I didn't pick the right product. Is there a dollar figure in your head that you're like, if I spend this much, it's over. I can't try anymore. Uh, I, I would really like dive deep into that. What does like failure look like? Can you walk through the failure, the what if in your head and define What's actually the problem here? Because I don't think it's you picking the right product. It's you picking a, an outcome in your head that either has to happen. And if it doesn't happen, you're a failure. You must quit. You must go some other direction. Or if it does happen, then you have picked the perfect product, which neither of those scenarios is right. Yeah. And, and to break that down even further, like going through that process again, like, like you say, like you're going to build a website, you're going to call suppliers, 
you know, you're going to learn how to upload products. Like this all happens in the space of 30 days for yeah. most people, right? That's literally how long it's going to take you to go through those. So if you get to the end of that and for some reason, and this happens very rarely, particularly for people who follow our process for working out the right products in the right niche to sell in, um, you get to the end of that and you, you realize for some reason that it's not right and you, you, you're going to have to go back again. You're going to do it quicker the next time because now you've done it, right? So it's probably not even going to take you as long as it took you the first time. Uh, generally, it doesn't. But even if it does, let's say it takes you another 30 days. Like, are you really going to let the idea that you might have to repeat 30 days of your life hold you back from making the change that you want to make in your life that's driving you to want to start a business for the rest of your life, right? If you're in your 30s, if you're in your 40s, you're going to live for another 40 years, 50 years maybe even, maybe even longer. Who knows where we're going, right, as a species? And you're going to let 30 days of repetition hold you back? Like think about it that way. It's really not a big deal here in this business model to have to start again, to have to go back a little bit to move forward. It's not like other business models where you might be sinking large amounts of capital in and if you get it wrong, yeah, maybe there is going to be a consequence there because you can't get that money back immediately. You know, you go and start a restaurant and you realize that nobody who lives there wants to eat, you know, some weird funky thing that you've thought up. Yeah, you're not going to get the money back from setting up that restaurant right? That's not where we are here. You're going to spend a couple hundred dollars probably by the time, maybe a few more by the time you realize that maybe it wasn't the best idea what you chose and you're just going to maybe spend that again too. So it's not really the circumstance where it's going to put you out of business for years in your life and you're you know, going to be destitute on the streets eating scraps because you picked the wrong product to sell in your dropshipping business. So you've just got to think about that and like just, you know, start taking action. And I, I like to think about it like as well, like when I'm facing a decision like this, I, I like to think about things, other things I've done in my life where I didn't know really what I had to do or necessarily at the point of doing something, how to do it in the best way possible, but I still did it anyway. So like, you know, if you're, Think about a time where you decided you wanted to play a new sport, you know? So if I decide I want to go, when I started surfing, like I didn't go into it with the expectation that I was going to be able to surf perfectly the day I jumped on a surfboard. I'm not going to go out and be Mick Fanning and the next day winning the World Surfing League, right? That's not going to happen. Did I say, oh, well, shit, I'm not a pro surfer. I can't go surfing and just never surf? No, did like think about times in your life where you've done something new, played a new sport. When you go and start a new job, do you expect that you're going to be the best at your job the day you start? No, you're going to expect that you're going to get some things wrong. You're going to build up your skills. You're going to get better at that job. Does that stop you from going and applying for jobs? No, like you need a job, you need money, et cetera, et cetera. This is no different. You're not going to be great at it in the beginning. You're going to get better though, right? And you, but you've got to do it to get better. And so... This is no different to anything else that you've done in your life where you had to start something new. And anybody who's listening to this, uh, the answer is going to be different, but you've all done something new at some point in your life. It doesn't have to be a business thing. It could be when you're a little kid riding a bike. You didn't know how to ride a bike. You still went out and rode a bike, even though you might have fallen off and 
split your head open or whatever, you still went and you probably did that too. I know I did. I did too. You, you still went out and rode and had a go at riding that bike. This is really no different. Uh, and probably even if you get it wrong, it's going to be a lot less painful. Yeah, I'll frame it even differently. Let, let's imagine the perfect product does exist. It's the size of this AirPod case. It's $10,000. You have no competitors and everybody wants one. You're still going to fucking suck. Like you're going to build a website that's not the prettiest. You're going to run Google ads that have holes all over it and spend money you didn't want to spend. It's unreasonable to think you're going to be good at this out of the gates, no matter the product you pick. So why don't you focus on the skills you're going to acquire and play the long game here? If I get good at making my Shopify site look good, if I get good at running Google ads, if I get good at SEO and conversion rate optimization and email marketing and all the things I'm going to learn, does it really matter what product I'm selling? I'm probably going to be pretty good at marketing and be able to sell that product. And so like, I would encourage anyone to just think about it that way of like, this is skill acquisition and you have to start in order to learn how to do anything good. And it would be unreasonable to think you're going to be even halfway decent out of the gates, no matter what product you choose, you're probably going to suck. And that's the reality of it. And so if you can go into it, um, what does Hormozzi say? The frame of the veteran. If you look at this, like I'm going to suck at this out of the gates. Um, it always has everything new I've ever done. I sucked at um, then, then you wouldn't really care that you suck in the beginning and, and that maybe you lose a couple bucks here and there as you learn the processes. You would just go anyway because that's how it's always been. Yep, absolutely. And look, failing all of that, I mean, if, you, you know, if you, you're thinking about all those things and it's still not working for you, still, you're still getting stuck on it. Like there are literally ways that you can get help with this, right? So if you're in Dropship Breakthrough, um, which I know the the original post of that comment is, uh, literally we help people find their niche. So we have a market verification service. If you haven't used that, you just send, send us an email in, send some ideas that you've got and we'll help you work out which is the best one. And then we'll say, hey, you should do this. Decision made. You can outsource this decision effectively if you want to. If it feels like it's, then you've just got to take it. You can say, well, John told me it was a good idea. You can blame me if you like, you know what I mean? Um, but you can move ahead. $97 a month gets you access to our group coaching program. You got to be a member first, but you can jump on like we have three to four calls a week you can jump on and talk about this stuff with people. We'll help you through making that decision, literally. So there are many ways um, out there that you can get help with making that decision. And once again, if you're sitting there stewing away in your own mind and you're not using the avenues that are available to you, to, to get help and, and move yourself ahead, then once again, I think you're doing yourself a disservice because it's so easy just to reach out. We're very friendly and uh, very gentle. And, uh, you know, we'll get you the help you need and you'll be off to the races. And no one cares about their students the way we do. John and I have come from other courses reach out. We're going to help you. It might not be in the three seconds later uh, arena that a lot of people want to be replied to nowadays, but we're going to reply to you. We're available all the time in our Facebook group. We're available in Slack. That's part of the elite membership John mentioned. Hop in Slack. Hop on group coaching calls. Uh, reach out to us. We're going to be there for you. Use the niche selection verification service so that you can get some real feedback from people who have seen a lot of stuff and, uh, and then go. There's no excuse at that point. Um, your fears are probably still going to be there, but at least you have some confidence in knowing that, Hey, Hey, John thought this was a decent idea. Let's go, let's go find this out. Uh, and if it doesn't work out, you're going to learn a lot and then you can pivot and do it all over again. Um, and you're going to stick with this until it works. That's why we make a guarantee at dropship break. If you buy our course and you do the work for a year, 
we guarantee you'll get 100K in sales. And if you don't, we'll give you your money back because we know if you just do the work, which is what you're not doing here, you're going to be successful. Like you just have to put in the work. You have to put in the hours to get better at this, to learn skills. Dropshipbreakthrough.com forward slash join. If you're not in the course or if you're in the course and you're not an elite, come ask us how to join the elite and then use the niche uh, selection verification service. And get started today. Thanks for listening to the Dropship Podcast. You can find all the show notes for this episode at dropshippodcast.com. And if you're ready to take the next step in your dropshipping journey, we invite you to join us inside Dropship Breakthrough, where John and I will walk you through step-by-step in starting your own high-ticket dropshipping e-commerce business. But that's not all. Dropship Breakthrough will also teach you everything you'll need to know to grow your business and take it to the next level. So head over to dropshipbreakthrough.com and sign up for our free training that will help you take the first steps towards building and growing your own profitable high-ticket dropshipping business.